often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 567. I am your host, Josh Albrecht, recording once again inside the Slapbox Bunker. And my trusty sidekick, Agent Fox Mulder, is jumping up on the table that uh, has my router on it, so this could get interesting. And he's biting notebooks. Damn you. <laughs> hey, that's a, that's a tabletry book, buddy. <laughs> As, uh, I guess I'll try to subtract him with some- Hey! No! As, uh... I do not want him tearing up my notebook. Here. See this? Old lottery ticket? Let's, uh... Attack that. Go get that. I'll just start... Crumbling up paper. Hopefully, uh... Get some good audio there. <laughs> Distract him with that. I don't want him tearing up. Eating my Raging Against the Machine tabletry book there, buddy. That's not cool. Not cool. Not cool at all. It's uh, not a great way to start the show here. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. He was uh, starting to be a little more vocal there, but... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, there you go. Chew out the paper. That's going to make great audio. That's just not the, the book. Don't chew up the book. Oh, shit. There goes the router. <laughs> Or no, that's the modem. The router's fine. Uh, as I'm going to pause, I guess, for a second. Uh, well, he's left the table now. And uh, he's he's behind me. I feel like... He might he might start freaking out again. As, uh, he seems to be a bit, a bit in a, a rambunctious mood. As, uh, <laughs> I've got many pieces of paper now, like, crumpled up and thrown around the floor. Trying to distract him, keep him occupied. Is uh, I don't think it's gonna last very long. I got a while yet before uh, the automatic feeder goes off and gives them food. That'll really be a game changer there. That uh, will uh, take his mind off that. It's a little too early though for that. Ah, uh, as uh, I just got done. Uh, well, not it was a while ago now, I guess. Uh, today I, did, I ran 10 miles. Oh, I didn't, I took some walk breaks near the end there. I haven't done like double digits in fucking close to a year. As, uh, whew, oof, uh, I am, uh, not in good physical shape. <laughs> uh, welding is, uh, taking its toll on my lungs and such. And, uh, yeah, it doesn't feel real great. Doesn't feel gr- great, but uh, I haven't won the lottery yet, so I don't see myself uh, stopping that soon. As uh, so, gonna have to manage. But uh, once I get done recording this, actually, I'm gonna go out. Uh, it's a wine run. My friends are actually out there doing uh, 30 miles. Um, I definitely wasn't gonna do 30 miles. <laughs> um, I I. I didn't even think 10 was a great idea, but getting out there was like, I really wanted to get several miles in with them. uh, There's at least three friends that are doing the full 30. Um, There was something like six or seven of us that started the run this morning. 
and uh, about two or three of them uh, dropped out. Uh, only did eight. So then uh, I can't do math as far as counting people. <laughs> There's supposed to be more, I think, than joining like near the end of the run. But uh, I believe my friend Ray might be doing just the 15. I don't know that she's doing the full 30. But uh, uh, Andrea, Rich, and Lori, I believe, are all doing the uh, full 30. And uh, I w- uh, I w- they were doing an out back on the Katy Trail from uh, Dutzow to uh, Piers, which is like 15. You do the out in the back, basically. And then they were going to go the opposite way on the Katy Trail towards Augusta. And uh, <laughs> I, I I contemplated doing the 15, and I was like, uh, I wanted to at least try to get, like, hit double digits after I started running. I was like, well, I should at least try to. But I don't really, like, run at all <laughs> anymore for the most part, except for, like, maybe once a month. And it's usually, like, five miles. I've done a couple three-milers here and there. But, uh, yeah, I am not... Not in great physical shape, and uh, I'm glad I at least decided to not do the 15 because uh, doing the 10 was brutal enough, <laughs> and I didn't I didn't have uh, anything really to fuel with <laughs> with me. So doing 15 would have been a really horrible idea, though I was able to stop in the uh, restroom area to get some some water from the faucet. Uh, when I was in uh, Marthasville before I finished out the last four miles. So I wasn't going without like water and stuff, but doing 15, man. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've ran an actual marathon. It's been since like 20, I think I'd, I think 2019, the last. I signed up for that one after was that 2021 or 2022? One of those. <laughs> One of those years. I was living here. I know that already. And then I dropped out because of injuries. And then I was going to do pace, uh, my sister, whose actually birthday is going to be on the 4th of July. Christy. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I was going to pace her for a trail race last October, was it? And then I got injured again. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so running's rough, but at least, hey, I'm going to go hang out with some friends. That's the, that's the part that I, I miss as far, uh, the most about, uh, well, I don't know. I miss being <laughs> physically in shape. I really miss that a lot. It's probably the, the uh, hardest part to get over, but there's the social aspect too, whereas like doing a lot of group runs, I don't do as many of those nowadays. So I, I, you know, uh, it's me and Agent Mulder. That's my socializing outside here and playing Call of Duty with my uh, Can-Am uh, fellow co-workers, my buds, the Steel Crew. <laughs> Steel. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, no traveling. Damn it. I, I just need to hit that lottery. I mean, I think the Powerball's up to like 500 mil-ish. Close to 500 mil. Today, I'm not sure. Uh, You know, that would be great. <sighs> or uh, I'll even take, you know, making 
if I could make close to what I make now, just doing like streaming, playing video games, that'd be great. I haven't, uh, <laughs> I know years ago I was, I was wanting to really make a push for that. And then I ended up not really getting involved in it, even though I've got the shit to do it. But, uh, I don't know, I feel somewhat weird about doing that. And, you know, I'm in my 40s. It's like, eh, who wants to watch a 40-year-old dude, 42-year-old dude, like playing video games and hear his (laughs) commentary uh, on, you know, Call of Duty. But I get, uh, hey, I I watch videos of uh, guys like uh, Dr. Disrespect. I should not not, uh, diss myself here. I watch Dr. Disrespect. We're like the same age. Ish, the two-time champ. Still don't know why he got uh, like uh, canned from Twitch, uh, as they never released the official reason why they banned permanent permanently banned him. As uh, only speculation now, years later. That's a thing too. That man, if I if I were, you know, I'm used to having working jobs where there's. A paycheck. I know that I'm going to always make at least a, you know, a certain amount. My current job, you know, I make a lot of bonuses depending on how much work we're able to put out. And the, here lately, it's been a lot harder to make those bonuses, uh, which has really hurt the pocketbook. But uh, I have, I know that next week I'm still going to get a paycheck. <laughs> it's going to be a certain amount. I feel like doing streaming and stuff. Like, there's just not a lot of guaranteed income over a long period of time. Like, maybe I'd be good enough to make some money for a while. But it's like, unless I made, like, a ton of money and I was able to save it and, I don't know, the whole... It's got to be a tough living uh, trying to do that. Like, uh, keeping people uh, engaged enough to... Uh, you know, keep the ad revenue coming in, and also, you know, a lot of streamers, they just do like Patreon and stuff, and like direct donations and what have you. And uh, I don't know, it's it's a crazy thing to think, you know. Most people don't, you know, aren't millionaires that do this shit. Sure, there's bigger ones like a uh, Doctor Disrespect, and then there's of course bigger ones than that. But, uh, yeah, content creators and such. Most most people that do, like, YouTube and everything and that uh, create videos and stuff aren't, are not getting, like, millions of views uh, to where they can make a fortune off it. And it's like, can you sustain if I made what I make at my day job? <laughs> Streaming, like, I don't know that I could continue to do that for, like, let's see, you know, I'm in my 40s. I still have over 20 years where I'd uh, <clears throat> have to work uh, before hitting really retirement age. And uh, it's hard to imagine doing that with a, a lower income for, like, 20-plus years. But hey, at least I would. Uh, my lungs would be better. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe I should go back and look. I know that years ago I talked about wanting to become like a 
travel agent, which also sounds like a horrible idea. Um, I like I was before the pandemic. I was really considering getting into it like part time, and then doing like just full time travel agent stuff. But then that was one of the jobs that's when the pandemic hit. It was like, yep, <laughs> you're not making any money. No one is traveling. You are fucked. Your job is obsolete. And uh, I'm quite glad that I didn't go full bore into uh, being a travel agent. As, uh, I, I don't know what I would have done. When, I guess I would have had to gone back to work, just gone back to get another factory job or what, what have you. Uh, <clears throat> guess it wouldn't have been the end of the world, but, you know, I was like, oh, because at the time I was traveling still. And I was like, I, I want to make traveling cheaper. So why not become a travel agent and then also get deals on flights and shit and uh, hotels? Maybe get some free hotels, stays, and, and what have you. And, uh, <clears throat> oh shit. I just got an update. There is a, uh, they actually put new stuff on the Evil Dead game. I didn't think, I thought they were done putting out, uh, New things for it. Apparently there's a new that's not a new demon. They're full of shit, man. That's uh oh no, yeah, there is. Okay. The warlord demon. Oh, that's a cool one. Kind of like firefighter. <laughs> firefighter deadites. Uh <laughs> Oh, it's not real. What the fuck? It's a some bullshit. Damn it. I think it's bullshit. <laughs> I, I got, uh, that's, that's a bit of a downer. I was excited about some new shit. They have double XP going on, which that game is really fucking hard to level up on. Really hard to level up on. As, uh, you know, maybe I could, I got the green screen still. I got the green screen and uh, a computer that I think can still be strong enough to do some streaming on. Hell, I got the meta headset. I don't know how well streaming in VR would go. <laughs> I'm not going to stream myself watching porn, though, which is mainly what I use it for. Um, as uh, Oh, I did watch... Um, I guess this is this week. Uh, I try to still kind of use it for, I, you know, I don't feel like I need to constantly use it since I, I, you know, wanted it at work. I didn't pay for it. Um, I'd probably want to use it a lot more if I actually paid for the damn thing. <laughs> but, uh, I watched, I want to say, I don't remember if it was on YouTube. No, I don't think it was on YouTube. I think it was uh on the the meta uh their TV thing on the main explore thing on there as uh Agent Fox Mulder is wanting to put his two cents in here. <laughs> Calm down, buddy. I uh watched a 9/11 bit and I shit, I'm going to look up this woman's name. I can't remember her name. Um it was about like a 22-minute video. Uh, but it was, uh, about 9-11, uh, 
see out of rubble. Let's see here if that. Uh, oh, okay. Her name's Janelle Guzman McMillan. Uh, she was the last person to be recovered in the rubble of nine and eleven, which there wasn't many. Um, that was twenty-seven hours after the fucking towers came down. Man, she was stuck in that fucking rubble. It's a. There was only like a handful of people, if I remember correctly, that were actually pulled from that you know, rubble. Is uh fucking insane. Uh, but anyway, this uh, meta video, whatever you want to call it, the VR, <laughs> it was interesting because, I mean, you see the photos where they have uh, New York now. You see the uh, Freedom Tower. And you get the VR. They shot actual VR video in New York for that. But then it goes into photos of New York uh, with the Twin Towers still there. And uh, it's uh, it, it was a good video. It was a good video. Uh, you get kind of a... I mean, I don't feel like I was in the towers like when they went down or anything, but um, it was uh, it was it was worth worth a good watch. I would like to go to New York at some point. Again, back to traveling that I, I can't afford to do. Um, <clears throat> and of course, go to the uh, Ground Zero there and see the. I believe there's a museum there. As uh, that fountain is pretty crazy. The monument. A Ground Zero. And, uh, yeah, uh, I would, if you, if you have the meta, uh, quest two <laughs> headset, yeah, that one is worth watching. There's, I believe they might have a few things on 9-11 on there. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, Oculus TV. That's what that's, it's, uh, surviving 9-11. Is, yeah, she was the last person to be pulled from the rubble. Is, uh, oh shit, 21 people were found on the first day, but none thereafter. Jesus. Thousands of people were in that fucking rubble, and that's all they were able to get to the life. <clears throat> uh,. God damn. Yeah. All right. I should probably stop thinking about that. So that's some a bit of a downer stuff, you know? It's uh But man, I mean, I was what, 20 years old when that happened. Uh yeah, 2001. <laughs> yeah, I was 20 years old. I had to do the head think about it. <laughs> and uh yeah, I remember that uh, that day pretty uh pretty vividly. I mean, that whole period as I would imagine most Americans had that that were of age to really remember it have that uh it burned into their memories um as uh I forgot what else I was getting it into uh I know that uh, I don't I don't really I don't know if I should really talk about this another going down some more shit I, I 
really want to talk about, but I know that uh, in years past I've brought up the fact that I, I do love me some Rammstein music, the uh, German band. And uh, I, I've said, I'm pretty sure I've said on the podcast probably more than once because uh, I now I have not been to a Rammstein show. Um, I always thought it'd be fucking cool. All the pyrotechnics they put a lot into their live shows, a lot of craziness. And uh, but I've watched, I've watched uh, several concerts of theirs on YouTube. And, uh, again, yeah, that shit gets pretty involved as, uh, they got the fucking dick cannon and shit. It's, and, uh, they do some out there shit. And I was just thought like, oh man, it would, just seeing what they do on stage. I can't imagine what the atmosphere must be like in a crowded Rammstein show. Um, but I always said, I believe, I believe I had said on the podcast before, like, man, you know, uh, these days you find out a lot more about the bad shit these, uh, you know, people, wealthy people do, is, is, you know, in the Me Too era and everything is uh, stuff comes more to light and just having like social media and everything and there's a lot more avenues for people to... Uh, come out with stuff whereas you know in the 1980s and everything if there was something that a rich and or famous person did uh, that had a lot of power (laughs) um, it was really difficult to get that information out there about them at that point in time there wasn't as much uh, options for people to uh, go after them other than, you know, maybe the court of law, but <laughs> when you got like really good lawyers, expensive lawyers, you can make that shit disappear. But uh, the point I was getting at is uh, <laughs> I was always saying, you know, <sighs> seeing what the craziness that they do with their Armstein shows, which I very vividly remember there being a uh, concert. Oh, if it was in Berlin or where was that? Um, where Till, uh, like basically fucked the keyboard player <laughs> on stage in the middle of a song. As uh, I remember, if he used a dildo or, <laughs> or what it was. Like watching that, like oh yeah, these guys have done some crazy shit, and it wouldn't surprise me if something came out to where. Uh, see, uh, see, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, they're just, oh, it was maybe in Dresden, the concert, uh, I saw, um, (laughs) yeah, there's, Fuck, I got. I gotta watch it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, here he's. No, this. Uh, that's just a gif. Um, oh, here's the original video. Give me, give me the original video. This is uh. Dresden, Germany, where the like biggest fucking carpet bombing of World War Two happened. Um. 
Oh no, this is uh damn it. As uh <clears throat> do, do, do. this is from twenty nineteen. This is not the video I saw. <laughs> They've done this I guess many a times. As uh fucking get into it. But uh yeah, anyway, I've seen <laughs> I feel like he might have really fucked him on stage. <laughs> Barely more than once, like, uh, and I mean the the songs that they have, like lyrics and shit, like uh, the uh, song they do in Spanish is uh, <clears throat> "Yo Te Quiero Puta," which is basically "I love you, whore," "I love you, bitch." I think it could mean either or. Um, <clears throat> this is not what the. When I was like, <sighs> flake. <laughs> uh, there's definitely Oh no, <laughs> maybe I don't want to read that story. But there's, I guess maybe, <clears throat> maybe there was some stuff done outside of the stage as well. Uh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know if this is a, this is, this might just be a, oh, I think this is more of a fan fiction thing, I th I think, um, good lord, there's all kinds, I mean, here's a video, Till Burns Flake live on stage, uh, Apparently he likes to abuse Flake a lot on stage. Anyways, the point I was getting at here is, uh, yeah, there's shit that's come out about the lead singer Till Lindemann. Lindemann. I guess that's how you pronounce it. Lindemann. As, uh, yeah, I mean, he's always, he just looks like, a, I mean, he's a big dude that looks kind of like, I mean, he'd fuck you up. And uh, maybe just and with the big, you know, German sounds, very Germanic, it, you know. As, as an American, you hear German like that. you just like, oh, have flashbacks of all the Nazi films you've watched. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, uh, like, there's a lot of other stuff. I mean, it's supposed to be like a parody of uh, s super masculine stuff. And... Uh, it's supposed to be, you know, like an act. It's not really supposed to be. Although the sex thing is, like, it seems like they're uh, all open about sex. As a, uh, like their song "Pussy" and and stuff. Uh, but is there's allegations out now that uh, Till, um, has drugged women. Or at least, uh, uh, maybe not till so much as uh, the guy that organizes their pre and after parties uh, was drugging the women. But there's, I mean, rock shows minus like the drugging. There's a, you know, a history of bands fucking the groupies. That's kind of kind of a thing. Uh, <clears throat> and apparently, Rammstein had a thing for till with the, or I guess the whole band with Row Zero uh, till. <clears throat> Likes to hook up with women, I guess, a lot more than the rest of the group. Um, but if you're in row zero, it's, they uh, 
they try to put women that they're attracted to and that they want to have sex with in like row zero. You know, uh, which, you know, if, I mean, it sounds like that these women were aware that was the case uh, and going into these like pre and after show parties. Um, <laughs> but it sounds like there could be like way more stuff involved. I mean, if there was drugging, and everything like that's that's some fucked up shit i mean if they're consensually having sex that's you know hey that's their prerogative and there's video of till uh fucking like i don't know if it was a rammstein show or if it was a uh <clears throat> his side band lindemann uh his solo shit i guess <clears throat> but uh, in the middle of a show, he went below the stage and fucked two women. It did look like in that video that they were very willing and uh, helping out in the video. I, you know, it didn't seem like they were drugged or anything. And then he went back and did whatever song. I think it was a Rammstein show, but <clears throat> I could be wrong. But that didn't really shock me because the shit that I've seen. <laughs> And Rammstein shows, uh, <coughs> knowing like you know how how they roll, uh, which also is very much like oh man, it would be cool to go to Rammstein show, but like seeing like yeah, I don't I don't know, <laughs> I don't feel comfortable uh, uh, into this public sex and shit and uh, just. Uh, <coughs> Like man, I feel like people that really get into Rammstein too are like into violence and everything. It's you know, again, it's supposed to be like a parody on that stuff. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, but I've done a little bit of research into into the stories that have come out, and uh, my first thought was like, oh fuck, I knew eventually something horrible was going to come out about Rammstein. <laughs> How could it not? Uh, but my. You know, I really do like their music, and you know, want to give them the benefit of the benefit of the doubt. Um, there is a YouTuber uh, that she put together a, a really good video that outlines uh, the accusations against him and uh, the stuff about Rose Zero and everything. Uh, Feely from Germany. Um, she's a <coughs> German woman that uh, I believe lives in America now. <clears throat> and uh, I happened to watch some of her videos previously to this incident, and then she put out a video. There's a lot of the people that are talking about it uh, are German, and it's a bigger story in Germany, of course, because they're a German band. They're like the biggest German rock band that has ever <clears throat> um, like been. And uh, basically the probably the biggest rock band currently like outside the United States. I mean, maybe, I mean, I guess that's still hard to say. I mean, there's a lot of massive like English bands. Uh, if you subtract England <laughs> from the mix, uh, then that would probably be true. Cause just worldwide. I mean, they're big, they tour a lot all over the world. You know, they've seen success in uh in the US 
but but not. I mean, they're not they're not beating out like the Foo Fighters and shit, you know. Uh, their uh their live shows they're for you know when they first came out, and in like the early two thousands because they got together in, like ninety four ninety five, like uh they did a lot of tours like Ozfest and. Uh, I think they were on Ozfest. I know they were hitting a lot of the, like the tours, but the <clears throat> I know they've played a, at least one show with Tool. I've seen that uh, they were setting the drum sets on fire <laughs> when like uh, Tool was performing, and I think they uh, the the drummer I have forgotten his name uh, for Rammstein. And Till, I think Till is the one that's he's the he's the real pyro. As he was setting shit, uh, the drum set on fire. As uh, <laughs> and I think Danny's like, yeah, I don't want any part of that. <laughs> and Maynard said something about getting lawsuits. I don't know. Uh, it's a shame though. I mean, I do really enjoy some Rammstein music. So hopefully, it's not as bad as it appears at the moment. <laughs> this is all I can say to that. Hopefully, he's not the Bill Cosby. That is the my main concern. Hearing there is accusations about drugging, and uh, I've heard a lot of stories. I don't know that uh, there was something about a woman waking up to till having sex with her, and uh, he asked, "Oh, should I stop?" This is allegedly. I want to and. Ramstein apparently has really good lawyers as you know they've had they stirred up controversy their whole career they kind of they're a, a shock band if you will uh, I doubt they're going to come after me since I only have like maybe a hundred listeners a month <laughs> but uh, either way um, yeah there was I've read some stories that would suggest maybe these women were there was a couple of women that were drugged um, involving having sex with Till Lindemann but uh, again uh, <laughs> uh, hopefully hopefully that's not true hopefully he's not putting in through hypnol in the pudding pops you know you know what I'm talking about, Rudy? Rudy, you put the roofie in the pudding pop. Um, man, that guy's out of jail. Kind of forgot about that. <laughs> but he's, you know, he's like in his 80s. He probably, I don't know if he's still got his uh, roofie connection. <laughs> Hopefully not. Anyway. Yeah. Nah, uh, yeah. Hopefully, uh, the, yeah, I don't know what to hope there. <laughs> it's like, fuck, I just got a bunch of, like, Rammstein going through my head, like, kind of lust. Uh, it means, like, you know, not, no lust or no desire, rather. There's, uh, <clears throat> apparently they're full of lust. <laughs> if you watch a Rammstein show. As, uh, they're, they've still been touring, but, uh, they're having problems with, uh, people promoting them. And one fucked up thing is uh, uh I thought I was under the impression that it was a, a song that Lindemann did in his I guess there's conflicting information or maybe that both things are true but um that he had lyrics about drugging women in a in a song in his solo act 
from what I understand, it's actually in a poem that uh, he published in a, in a book. Um, either way, and you know, it's it's supposed to be doing it in character, like oh no, that. Uh, it, but in this poem, I guess, is uh, he talks about giving them ruhypnol and then fucking them while they're out, which uh, <laughs> even if you're doing it in character. I mean, I wouldn't want to put that out there into the world. Um, <clears throat> whether I was doing it or not, but it definitely, like, it, it, it seems a bit of a red flag there. <laughs> and look at Bill Cosby. He put out, uh, there's that comedic bit he did called Spanish, I think it's called the Spanish Fly, where he talks about giving women the Spanish Fly and, uh, like, basically fucking them while they're... <laughs> unconscious has uh he, he didn't put it so bluntly there <laughs> because cause the cause you know had uh, such a clean act but there's an old bit and I want to say it's from like the 60s that he did where he's talking about the Spanish fly as uh <clears throat> it it gave me those sort of vibes hearing this thing about till is like oh god damn it man what the fuck <laughs> am I not going to be now am I not going to be able to enjoy Du Hast or you know many of the other uh, Rammstein classics Kaino Lust was always kind of my my favorite in the, their video they're in the big fat suits their video is very always high budget as uh, of course the, you know I would say they're the biggest rock band that doesn't perform in English. I would I would probably go out on a limb and say that a rock rock band that doesn't perform in English. I know I was saying earlier about um outside of the US minus maybe like England, but I I would say the biggest non-English speaking uh rock band. Um occasionally they do have some songs where there's some English in it, but Pretty much all of it's in German. There is the at least the one song, Yo Te Quiero Puta, which is in Spanish. <clears throat> but yeah, ho- hopefully th- he's not really Bill Cosby. Hopefully there's... as uh, <clears throat> There are, of course, YouTubers out there as well that uh, swear that he's 100% innocent. As far as as far as the illegal stuff is concerned, and the you know the drugging of the women, that sort of thing, and basically uh, unconsensual sex, the rape allegations, <laughs> as uh, yeah, apparently there's a, a lot of shit out there. I, I keep like painting myself into a corner here, talking about shit that, eh, you know, it's it's. Eh. It's, it's it's not on the bright side of life, and that's making it harder for me to segue into something else. They, I want to go vul, vulgar here. I, I haven't met my quota. I don't I don't know how to go to that. Uh, I guess maybe talking about till fucking the uh, keyboard players vulgar enough. Yeah, maybe that's the quota for the often part. Um, as man getting a bit of a sore throat <laughs> I tend to do that now when I talk for long periods of time and I think it's because of uh, doing the welding at work and breathing that shit in all the time 
it makes my throat not enjoy things so much as uh man the heat has also been a real bitch whereas the other day we had uh it was over 100 it was close to it was close to 100 yesterday thursday though man it was whoo it was hot fucking hot <laughs> i sweat an insane amount too when i'm at work oh like there's just i'm just like a river <laughs> at that point ugh it's not it's not a the hardest part i would say i do have to wear like layers of clothing and uh i can deal with like sweating a little bit and being hot like uh when i used to run a lot uh i would do like 20 miles on the Katy trail sometimes in like triple digits. There were some days where it was fucking rough out there doing like long mileage and like by myself out there and just struggling. And you know, when it's that hot, I'm, you're not going to go as fast. It would take quite a few hours for me to complete that. And, uh, Ooh, I would always try to start early, but you know, it's, it's, you hit a certain point in the summertime, and it's just not going to help you a whole lot. And the humidities are, can be a real bitch. But uh, at work, it's a uh, it's a pretty physical job. Maybe if it wasn't so physical, I wouldn't be overheating quite as bad. But I've uh, and I've got to wear, you know, my steel toe boots. Then I got to have uh, I wear these thick pants that uh, protect me from getting burnt. And uh, compression shorts with a lot of lube because uh, I use some Vaseline because there's a lot of chafing going on when I'm sweating that much. And then, of course, I wear a, a, a T-shirt covered up with a uh, welding jacket that I have to wear over that long sleeve and then gloves. The weld, welding jacket is pretty warm, <laughs> pretty warm. But, you know, the idea is to keep me from getting burnt. I do appreciate that, but shit, we we can't. We have to wear the welding jackets when we're we're doing that. Um, apparently, back in the day, they didn't wear shit. <laughs> as far as that's concerned, they're rocking out some fucking t-shirts and stuff, just doing that. I imagine they got burnt all the fucking time. <clears throat> Even wearing all this uh, PPE as it is, I get I get some burns. But uh, the worst part for me is keeping the sweat out of my eyes. I got to, of course, wear a, a construction helmet, basically. Um, and we have sweatbands. You know, I can keep changing out the sweatband in there, which now that it's gotten so hot, I started doing every break. But even at that rate, like it, it doesn't take very long for uh, my sweat to be com- completely drenched the sweatband. <laughs> And, uh, whoo, man, uh, I'll get uh, sweat just pouring into my eyes as I'm trying to continue working. Cause you got to keep a good solid pace if you want to make production, bo- uh, bonuses. And then like when the salt that comes out of my skin, when I sweat a lot, whoo, man, that really burns the eyes and, uh, make, makes it a little difficult. And uh, I ha- I hope at some point I acclimate to it, but man, it is it is uh, not for the faint of heart. 
as uh, <laughs> working that job in the summertime has definitely made me miss working at a radio station. I'm like, holy shit, like the such a cakewalk job <laughs> in comparison. I didn't make much money when I worked at the radio station. But, you know, I basically did this. Where I'm just talking into a microphone. Although, what I did there didn't even require talking into the microphone much. I was just in there, like, uh, making sure the levels were good on the board. I didn't, uh, I don't really exactly remember what I made, but it was a lot less than what I currently make now. <laughs> it was not even, probably not even half what I make. Just at my base pay, without figuring in bonuses. It was a lot fun, uh, a lot more fun too, doing that. And man, you, you get if you work at a radio station at some point, especially like the bigger they are, this is probably the more true this is. But you get a lot of local restaurants that will bring you food because they're like, hey, yeah, fuck, they'll give me some. Uh, I'm sure they'll give me a shout out on the air, and that's you know like free. Almost free uh, advertising at that point. You just, whatever the cost of the meal was, you drop it off at a <laughs> radio station and be like, fuck yeah, I'll mention this shit on the air. It's like every day there's like people bringing in food. And uh, <clears throat> anyway, yeah. <laughs> I don't see myself working at another radio station though. Again, it's fucking hard to make money in radio these days. Um, with uh, with my bills, I could not afford that. <laughs> that would not that would not work out well. That would be a a massive uh, massive issue. Just need to win that Powerball. Need to hurry up and get that happening. Get it. Get it done. As uh, I, I would the, <laughs> I still like to dream that you know somehow I, I get the if I were to like win like the jackpot that uh, I would think, at least live part time in Ireland. As uh, I'm thinking Galway City, if that were to go down, as I, I occasionally look up real estate. That's for sale in Ireland, usually in the Galway City area. I wouldn't want to live in like Dublin. That's a little bit too big of a city for me. But I like Galway a lot, even though there's certain areas where it's really dirty. There's a lot of fucking littering going on. But if I had like a second home or something like that, would be like fantastic to just go there. And, you know, if I if I had won the lottery sort of situation, um. I could end up uh, just letting the, you know some friends stay there for free if they wanted to you know travel to Ireland at some point. Like, just make sure I had a you know ex- a spare bedroom or two, and then uh, you know I don't know maybe bring Fox Agent Fox Mulder to Ireland. I feel like maybe he'd enjoy hanging out with some sheep. I could probably rock a catio, s- swing that if I won the jackpot. But if I it would kind of screw him up though if I I lived in both places you know half the time I'm not going to bring the cat with me overseas every fucking time I fly back and forth 
It just doesn't seem fair to him. Cats don't really like adventures much. They like routine. They uh, which is kind of I kind of am that way myself. But I feel like I could live like half the time in Ireland. Be good shit. Fox is so used to having me around though every single day. I don't think he'd cope well. Or maybe I wouldn't. I don't know. <laughs> I think I could get get over. It. I mean, I I care about the cat. I'd, if something happened, I'd be upset. But if I were not around him for days, I think I'd be all right with that. I don't think he would be. Maybe I'm projecting. Maybe I am the one that's more insecure about the whole thing. <laughs> he may just be like, oh, who who's that dude? As long as there was food coming in, he might be like, yeah, whatever. That's just great. You know, these are the things I think of when like, ooh, if I came into a lot of money, like that's my biggest concern is like, oh, what's going to happen to my cat? <laughs> like, how am I going to pay for the taxes or anything that's involved with this? Like, ooh, what's going to happen with, with my buddy, my, my three-legged friend? As, uh, you know, he did chew up my, start chewing up my Rage Against the Machine tabletry book, which wasn't cool. <laughs> Not cool at all. Uh, I don't know if that's a big enough sin though to just be like, ah, fuck you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go live in my own house in Ireland without you. Ah, <laughs> uh, that would be a the game changer though. Is like, man, my energy's just gone down <laughs> after doing this podcast. It started out good. I got some uh, caffeine going on. Thought I'd I'd be able to just like muscle through and uh, I hoped uh, I I am in the middle, not even in the middle yet. I'm at the beginning of a four day weekend, which I haven't had one of those in I don't know since I was. I, I guess maybe I did around Christmas time. I don't remember what they gave us for holidays at that point. But it's been it's been a minute. <laughs> it's been quite a few months. As uh, I haven't taken any vacation, but uh, I've got four days off. And uh, I forgot where I was going to go with the fact that I've got four days off. So, oh, I was going to hopefully go see the new Indiana Jones. That was a goal. I figured I'd do that on Monday. And then uh, 4th of July, I'm thinking, I know that I'm going to go over to my friends John and Megan uh, over to their house because they have full view of the uh, fireworks. They live right behind the Washington, Missouri fairgrounds, so where they shoot the fireworks off for 4th of July. And so I usually hang out over there and watch the fireworks. Uh, We were talking about doing fish tacos. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. I'll have to get a confirmation on that. I do love some fish tacos. Fish tacos seem to go good with fireworks. I think they just seem to go good with everything. Uh, I don't know what to think about the new Indiana Jones, though. Going back to that for a minute. I haven't really watched the trailer much. And then uh, I want to see it. I mean, I love Indiana Jones. I just watched the other night uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. It's like I know the fucking line so well in that movie. It's been years and years since I watched that. 
but I still know like <laughs> a good chunk of the fucking lines. I mean, I used to watch those movies a lot. Those first three Indiana Joneses, I watched a fuck ton. And then, of course, the fourth one, I enjoyed it watching in the theater. I mean, I didn't think the one with Shia LaBeouf, the buff, the boof, the whatever, <laughs> uh, played Mutt. Um, I mean, I didn't f- have the same feel as, say, like the original films. But it was it was entertaining watch. Like I feel like the Indiana Jones movies need to just be like a a theme park ride, going to like Universal Studios or something, and uh, especially like uh, the Temple of Doom. I mean, literally they're on those fucking minecarts for a while. Very much a theme park ride. Um, and I got that feel from a bit of the uh, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Um, the new one, I want to try to not, I, I know there's a lot of negativity towards it. Um, Spielberg, I don't believe, was involved at it all. He didn't direct this one. So, I mean, it's already going to have probably a different field. I, I want to say it was James Mangold that did this one. Could be wrong. Uh, and, you know, Harrison Ford, he's like fucking 80. So that's a little awkward. But I I, I plan on seeing it. And I want to try to not be negative about it. And just like like when I saw the fourth one, I saw it like pretty much immediately. So I didn't have all these negative uh, reviews stuck in my head while seeing it. And uh, I'm gonna. Tr- it's it's harder to escape that these days. There's so many YouTubers that uh, get the clicks and get the money off of just shitting all over whatever movie these days, and uh, just uh, people, I guess, on social media in general. And yeah, it's really tough. To avoid that. And I don't want that to uh, direct my opinion, I guess. Influence my opinion at all. I, I, I want to see it with a clear conscience. <laughs> a fr- uh, and uh, I don't know, conscience isn't the right <laughs> term, but uh, with an open mind. I want to go in there with an open mind. And uh, yeah. maybe be real sad because uh, Harrison Ford's really fucking old. As uh, I know my brain still can't handle it seeing uh, Tom Hanks really old. It's forever. Uh, Tom Hanks is forever me like Money Pit, Big. Fucking the oldest I I can really envision Tom Hanks is Forrest Gump. <laughs> that was a long time ago. I mean, I've seen other Tom Hanks movies since then. I I haven't watched so much in the last 10 years of, like, newer Tom Hanks films. Because, man, it is really fucking me up to see to see him old. Even though he's, like, right around my mom's age, it would seem like it, he should be old. 
But it, no, no, he's always Forrest Gump. And Joshua Baskins from Big. I don't remember his character's name in uh, The Money Pit or The Burbs. But you get the idea. Uh, speaking of like watching stuff, I have seen uh, both uh, episodes of Secret Invasion now. And it's an entertaining show. Um, I'm digging it. I like the fact that they give you a little bit more, it seems, with this one. Because both episodes so far have been like right at about an hour. I mean, you get Samuel motherfucking Jackson in there. Which an hour of Steve, uh, Steven, what the fuck? Samuel L. Jackson, an hour of uh, Mr. Jackson is is worth worth every worth every minute of it. Is uh, I I sincerely hope they do bring back Mace Windu at some point with Star Wars, and uh, that's another thing fucked up that. Uh, with like social media and YouTube and such. I see so many negative <laughs> reviews on Star Wars stuff and a lot of conjecture, a lot of rumors as to what's going to happen with the Star Wars uh, movies and stuff. As uh, It's like, oh man, I just want to watch stuff and be entertained. I don't want to know what Kathleen Kennedy is doing behind the scenes. Or do I really care? I just want an entertaining end product. Sometimes I get it, sometimes I don't. As uh, yeah, uh, the Secret Invasion though is, is is pretty solid, pretty solid stuff. I I'm not sure how what direction the Marvel Cinematic you. Universe is going in. There is a uh, with like the secret, uh, the secret invasion. It's going to be interesting to see like who who is a scroll, because scrolls can be anyone. They've been here for decades, and so it'll be interesting to see. I mean, this is going to totally change like uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Um, you know, they could have some very large characters come out and be like, hey, I was a scroll. But I might feel slightly betrayed by that. <laughs> um, and you got, I mean, they've already got the multiverse going on too. So, I mean, there's there's going to be some interesting things going on with this whole, this whole bit. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see where it all leads to. I would think we're going to see some, you know, X-Men before too long. I want to see Wolverine, damn it. I know he's supposed to be in Deadpool 3, which will be great. Fucking great. Hugh Jackman returning as Mr. fucking Wolverine. Logan. Logan. She's your daughter, Logan. (sighs) I don't think... uh, Patrick Stewart is returning as Xavier, though. But what do you do? You really need that? I mean, it, I love me some Patrick Stewart. But if you got Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, I don't know that the uh, I don't know that you need Patrick Stewart. 
And it'll be interesting to see how jacked Jackman gets <laughs> for this uh, take on Wolverine. Because, man, he uh, that motherfucker got absolutely shredded before when playing Wolverine. Oh, I know another thing I was going to talk about. Holy fuck. Talk about being shredded. Netflix just released the docuseries on American Gladiators, which I think was a... My ESPN might be involved with that, like their 30 for 30 series. I'm not certain on that, though. Either way, it's on Netflix right now. And as someone that grew up with uh, the American Gladiators, I'm, a, I'm the big supporter of the show. This is fantastic. <laughs> I fucking love the American Gladiators. The events and everything. Um... I, I'm myself and my uh, brother uh, there, of course, Shilalong, enjoyed watching that as well as a lot of my friends enjoyed watching the American Gladiators. And seeing the behind the scenes stuff in this unauthorized telling of the American Gladiators, pretty fantastic. Pretty fantastic. Seeing uh, the pilot episode, I'm like three or four episodes in at this point. I don't know how many episodes there are. But it's it's good stuff. And you definitely see the the crazy shit that was going on. Um the biggest downside of it is seeing just how shitty the uh, people running the show uh didn't really give a fuck about the gladiators. These motherfuckers had their image sold to like a bunch of children. They had countless toys and other merchandise and they didn't get a fucking penny from from all of that shit. And when they finally asked for a raise, uh they ended up getting a bunch of them got fired that were involved in asking for the raise. And man, they got a lot of fucking injuries. Uh even uh, the roids couldn't help that. I don't know that it hurt it much, but the one of the funniest stories on there, and I'll just kind of tease it a little bit, but uh, Nitro and, uh, was it Zap? Were like uh, best friends, I believe. I think it's a Zap or Laser. I guess it's Laser. I think Laser is the... Zap, I think, is the female. Um, but there was the... So the male... I want to say it's Laser. Laser or Nitro. Nitro is the one I really remember. He seemed was just like the, but unfortunately, I guess he was out by like season three, season two, or season three, which went on from like eighty eight or eighty nine to ninety six, something like that. But they wanted more money, and he was one of the people that asked for more money. Anyway, <clears throat> Laser <laughs> and uh, Nitro apparently had some issues with some roid rage. And uh, they were driving along and got into a fight. <laughs> and that story is pretty fantastic, hearing that, the uh, the fight there. And there's also a story where Nitro went and got uh, steroids, the anabolic steroids from Mexico, which is pretty entertaining as well. And also they throw in animations. Which, it's funny, a lot of these animations, they involve these people, like, in their normal lives. Like, whatever the story is. <laughs> and then, 
in the animations, they always have the gladiator outfit on. Regardless of where they're at, what they're doing, it's like I like I realize in their normal life they're not walking around in this fucking singlet <laughs> with the with the American flag all over it. I imagine they're not walking around with this glitter covered singlet on all times, but I kinda hope they are. Kinda hope they did, rather. And uh it would have made those events like even more great to uh witness. I recommend the series though, especially if you know you were a big fan of the American Gladiators. And uh that's that's really all I've got as uh yeah, as always that is a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can.